Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Today, one day away from the finals, me and this other no-namer finally make our long-awaited <laughs> And Chef Richard gives us the ingredients to winning the title. So Better cool. to talk about it than role player, my guy, Kendrick Perkins. Oh, yeah, we're live at finals. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. The Bay Area gets to play host to the sixth finals in eight season. These fans, they might be more excited than any of the previous five trips, but they better buckle up because these finals, they are going to be a ride, probably a tad more frenetic than your standard trolley trip. I'm here in San Francisco for NBA Finals Media Day, just minutes away from speaking with Steve Kerr and Clay Thompson. Welcome to NBA Today presented by PNC Bank. I am Malika Andrews. I am here in San Francisco and we are just minutes away from Media Day getting started and about 30 hours away from tip-off of Game 1. But before we get into the show, I just want to lay out a schedule for everybody at home. This is how today's show is going to go down, all right? The Warriors, they get the day started at 3 o'clock Eastern with an open practice that's followed by press conferences and media availability at 3.30 Eastern. And during that availability, I'm going to have exclusive interviews with both Clay Thompson and Steve Kerr, the Celtics portion of Media Day. I know Celtics fans right now are probably saying, where are we at? They get started at 4.15 Eastern. So that is outside of our show window. You will not be hearing from Celtics players live in our show today. That's not because of any bias. That is just because scheduling. Take yeah. it up with the NBA mm -hmm. gods. I uh -huh. want to bring in Richard Jefferson and Kendrick Perkins here. It's not my fault, guys. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh -huh. <laughs> but you guys, you both have Mm -hmm. You both have plenty of finals experience. I said it. We're about 30 hours away from the tip off of game one for you today. What should guys be going through doing to prepare prepare for the game? Go ahead. Don't know that, Big fella, I just listen, man. You're a Celtics guy. She's covering the Warriors. Talk to us. I mean, listen, when you when you walk into media day today, you gotta realize, right? This is the most media attention that you're gonna get. They're gonna have the podiums at four corners of the court. Look, embrace the moment, right? Embrace the moment. This is what the finals is all about. Embrace it. Sit down, meditate, let it all sink in for a second, and then time to lock in. That's the best advice I can give you. Oh, see, for me, I agree with Big Perk, because it's just embrace it. I went to the finals in year two, didn't go back there again till year 15. Ooh. So look, it was a 13-year gap. So yeah. instead of just like, you know, hey, this is fine, this is where we're supposed to be, embrace it, understand it, and enjoy it, and get ready to work. Uh, uh, time out, hold on. I know Malika is back in her hometown, and I understand she is in the Bay Area, but I did not expect her to pull out her prom dress. She pulled out her prom dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she didn't, think that was, she didn't think that was as funny as she did. 
Can't think This is I'll about, tell, tell I, I'm Richard, I'm so them. afraid for what we're about to do. I know, I know, I should have been expecting that. I was, I, I'm afraid for what I'm about to do because I, I'm looking at my watch, my watch, by the way. Uh -huh. I'm about to head into media day, which means I need to hand it over to you two for the rest of the show. Ooh. Oh my gosh. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. So look, me and Perk, have fun. We, we got it from here, Malika. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Look, Perk and I, look, we've done a few of these in the past, but let's go through some of the keys to this series and pick who has the advantage. Look, we've got the star duos, defensive player of the year, coaching, crowd, gut feel. Listen, I want to know, Perk, starting with the star duo, who do you got? Listen, I understand, right? You take Klay Thompson and you take Steph Curry, you take Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Both of those guys, all four of those guys are walking buckets. But give me the Boston Celtics, right? Give me the Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Why? Give me two two-way players that's going to play both sides of the floor. When you talk about being able to get buckets and defend on the other end of the floor, give me those two over Steph and Clay. Okay, so the star duo for me, I'm going to go with the bad boys, the guys, the Splash Brothers. Everybody knows these guys. And this is the reason why I'm going to go with them. Yes, uh, Perk is talking about Jalen and Jason being a two-way team. I agree. But this is where experience comes in. And the amount of finals that those two have played against versus Jason and Jalen. You could say whatever, two-way players, but those two guys on the Boston side, they're only outscoring the Warriors duo by four. So for me, after those four points, I think experience falls in. Now, defensive player of the year impact. Who you got, Perk? I'm going with Marcus Smart, okay? The defensive player of the year, right? When you think about in the Steve Kerr era, Right, the player that's been most effective in guarding Steph Curry has been Marcus Smart. He is my X factor, the reason being to shut down Steph Curry, and so I'm going with him over whoever else Richard may say he's gonna pick. Well, that's funny because I'm also picking Marcus Smart, <laughs> and for this reason, and look, me and Perk, we don't prep together because we just want to keep it fresh, but the reason why I'm going with Marcus Smart is because he is a Swiss Army knife. He is a utility player. That means if you look at, like, let's say the, the four or five best players on the Warriors, Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Poole, he can guard them all. He can guard them all. So it doesn't matter where that faucet gets going, you can put Marcus Smart on him. So that's why we believe that he is going to have a huge impact. Now, head coach, who you got? Some may say experience matters. A lot I, of people will say yeah, that. Yeah, well, well, shame on them. I'm going the opposite <laughs> direction. A lot of people go right, I love to go left. I'm going with Ime Udoka for the simple fact that I love the way that he has the, his locker room attention. On the defensive side of things, we could talk about shooting. We could talk about all these things on the offensive end. Again, I repeat, defense win championships. Look, he's not afraid to get on guys. Look at this. Cussing guys out at half court. This is what it's all about. That Greg Popovich mentality. Not afraid to hold his superstars accountable. Defense win championships. I'm going with Emei Udoka. Well, look, now I'm going to go with my guy, Steve Kerr. Now I understand, like, he's an Arizona guy. You might think I'm a little bit of a homer, See? which I am. And this is why. People make it seem like you got to be screaming and yelling. This man, since the moment he took over the reins of this Golden State Warriors, they have been at the top of the mountain winning championships, going to finals. There has always been a direction. So as Perk says, having the voice and having to be able to control your players and get on your players is a very, very key part to being successful. But I think Steve Kerr has proven that. He has proven that he knows how to get after his players. Now, crowd advantage, Kendrick. Crowd advantage, 
Of course I'm going with Boston, right? It's nothing like the bean town. When you talk about walking in the garden, when you talk about fans that actually know the game past the box score, when you talk about one of the most hostile environments, ask LeBron James about it. Ask Kyrie Irving about it. Ask those guys about walking into the garden and having to perform under that pressure. We know how hostile it could get down there. Okay, now again, a couple of times me and this are me and Perk are going to agree. I have played in, against Boston in the finals three are in the conference three different times in the playoffs. Every single time they have one of the most intense crowds. So we're going to stay there now because I am the host and I'm going to be more mature. I'm just going to say Perk. What is your gut feeling and I will not make any jokes about that. <laughs> that was a joke in itself. <laughs> I, look, I already see what you be doing. I didn't do nothing. You are so lame at times. <laughs> Listen, here it is. I'm going with the Celtics in seven, okay? Give me Jalen Brown, give me Jason Tatum, give me Al Horford, give me Grant Williams, give me Robert Williams, give me Marcus Smart. Those six guys I just named are what? Defensive-minded players that lock in on the defensive side of things. And what do defense do? Defense win you championships, whether that's in baseball, football, or basketball. At the end of the day, it comes down to getting stops. He's right. He's right. Everything, it's, it's a, everything he's saying is correct, except my gut feeling is going to be the Golden State Warriors in seven because I think this is so tight. And both of us, the reason why we were calling this is seven is because both of these teams are well-coached, mm -hmm. they're well-balanced, and they have all of the things necessary to win a championship. But still ahead, almost six years ago to the day, I hoisted the Larry O'Brien Trophy. My personal recipe for how championships are won, that's next. And speaking of yours truly, Perk and I, we have a little power ranking, and we're going to talk about the most impactful role players you'll be good at spotting that in this series. <laughs> Look, these are the X factors that we're talking about. This is what we're about to read, and I'm told me and Perk have a little bit of a fun video for you guys later. NBA Today is presented by PNC Bank. See how we can make a difference. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Over the past 75 seasons, the NBA Finals have brought us so many memories that we will never forget. From Bill Russell going 10-0 in the Finals from 1959 and on, to Giannis' 50-point takeover in Game 6 last year, and everything in between. Cleveland! This is for you! This is the stage where players become iconic, moments become legendary, and where champions get crowned. Before we get ready to anoint a new winner, which by the way, will be the fourth different champion in a row, why don't we take a trip down memory lane? Did you know that the Boston Celtics have a 17-4 record in the NBA Finals? I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! 
That puts them in rare air with the 6-0 Bulls. You know, the team that had Michael Jordan. And the 5-1 Spurs, who had one of the most illustrious dynasties in NBA history. The Warriors and the Celtics, along with the Lakers and Bulls, are the only teams that have won six or more NBA championships. We worked so hard. It was a hard-fought game, and we finally got a championship, and it feels great. What it means to win the finals is always deeper than what you see on the surface. Will this year's finals matchup have the Celtics winning their 18th championship? Can the Warriors solidify themselves as the dynasty of this generation? Will Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown show us that they are the NBA's next dynamic duo? Will Steph get that elusive finals MVP? Now we have an opportunity to go finish a job. The only thing we have to do now is sit back, watch, and let these two historic franchises play it out and see who will add to their legacy. We got a little live look inside of Warrior practice right now. Uh, uh, look, I want to ask you this, Berg. As a young player, we both went to the finals as young mm -hmm. players. Was it hard to do these type of practices like when for you when all the media and all the attention coming around? Well, I don't think it was hard for us as role players doing these type of practices because we had a limited role. Like, look, you, you want to have fun. This is, the, this is actually the one practice before finals that you kind of want to be loose. You know that the media is in there. Again, you're embracing the moment. Guys are just having fun and you want to embrace the moment of actually being in the finals. Really? Really? Well, well, yeah, one of us, you know, you started in the finals, right? Your first your first time, go, your first go around? I started, I mean, I started three times in the finals. Okay, yeah. look, that's awesome. That, yeah. man, honestly, yeah. that, that's impressive. Look, mm -hmm. Burke and I know a little bit about going to the finals, but we also have a little personal recipe for you for success. Oh, this is what I believe <laughs> the ingredients are when it comes to winning a title. Are you ready? Are you ready, Perk? Because that's yeah. a good-looking chef right there, right? Look, the first ingredient that you need is imperative. Mm -hmm. You have to count on your stars for two of the wins. They got to carry you to two of the wins. Am I lying, Perk? No, you're absolutely right. Look, this is the moments, right? This is not about X's and O's. This is about your superstars rising to the occasion and, and seeing why they get paid the big bucks. I remember Paul Pierce and KG rising to the occasion, having great games in those games that we needed to beat the Lakers in 2008. Yeah, even even Kyrie and, and LeBron going for 41 apiece. Like, let me give you an example. In game two, the superstars, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they combined for 51 points after losing game one. This is their most points combined in a series, right? So what happened? They lost game one to Miami. They come out and give their best performance of a series. And look, they are impressive, and that's what you need. Number two, you got to win a game. You got no business winning. You're not supposed to win it. People are injured. The odds are stacked against mm -hmm. you. You're on the road, and that's my formula. And let me give you an example. Game two, Warriors versus Mavs. The Warriors were down 14 at half. And what happened, Big Perk? They walked it down. They walked it down. Not they, only did walked they walked it, it down. down. And it wasn't just the regular stars. Poole and Looney two were the two top scorers in that second half. They combined for 43 points, while Dallas yeah. only had 45. So it was Poole, Looney, and Steph Curry combined for 43. The, uh, the Dallas Mavericks only had 45. And you, know, and you know what we call those wins? It's something that you're very familiar with. Ugly wins. Sometimes you got to have ugly wins when you're in the champion, when you're making a run for the title. It 
may not it may not look pretty it may not look pretty it may not look like me but it could look like this and sometimes you just have to pull it out ugly wins okay and then you got to count on the others right like this is one of those things the others so sometimes you got to you got your two stars that's that's two wins you got to win a game that you're not supposed to win like being down 14 at half against Dallas and you got to get one win from the others you got to win a game when one of your superstars doesn't play well that's a part of it now we got two very well balanced teams so the others for instance close out game five Steph was five for 17 Wiggins was 0 for 7 from three but you know what they got clay had 32 you know game six clay and then pool had 16 on 75 percent shooting why did he only get 16 points because he didn't get a lot of opportunities because clay was cooking Steph was trying to get going and Wiggins couldn't make a shot so if you're going to be a guy like pool you got to be extremely efficient off the bench that, in my opinion no that's a great opinion and that's a fact because you look at game seven with the Boston Celtics against the Miami Heat they had three put the Boston Celtics had three players that had over 20 plus points Jalen Brown Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart so you need that other guy to step in and, and, and help uh, get that big time win that third player the others is nothing wrong with being the other just be a star in your role yeah I, again I love being a star in your role so for me, this is the recipe. You got to get two wins from your stars. You got to get one, and then you got to get one right there from the others, right? Because if all that happens, when you follow my ingredients, guess what? You get the Larry O'Brien. Let me get out your way. Out of the let, me oven. Get, let me get out your way. Yeah, get out the way. Look at that. <laughs> I actually like standing. I like you standing next to standing next. It makes me look a lot better when you do that. Now it's time for today's style watch, <laughs> brought to you by Hennessy. Let's take a look back at the Celtics and Warriors' best postseason looks, starting with the Celtics. But look, nobody can top Jason. Tatum that man's just fly I'm sorry on the Warriors side look you can see a lot of different guys look Jason Tatum he always looks fresh mm. but on the Warriors side look all these guys look they look fresh to death all the outfits look at how clean that looks now look you can see all of that fashion but more importantly the game tomorrow night at 9 Eastern 6 Pacific on ABC and ESPN radio with Jason Tatum Jalen Brown and the Celtics taking on Steph Clay and Draymond and those Warriors. Our game one coverage tips with the NBA countdown at 8.30 Eastern. And still to come on NBA Today, it's not all about the superstars. It's not about just those duos or even the starters. Which role player, and luckily we have Perk here to tell us <laughs> which one is going to make or break the series. And I'm so serious. I told you, we have paparazzi video Ooh. of Perk and I playing one-on-one. -on -one. I have no idea how this video got out here, but I'm told it's real. And the real reason to hang around, Malika interviews Steve Kerr and Clay Thompson. You don't want to miss that. NBA Today continues. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. 
Who would win in a 1v1 first to 11 game? Richard Jefferson out of the University of Arizona? Or Kendrick Perkins out of Ozen High School? Don't worry, we're gonna find out because we simulated the game. Perk starts off the game with an easy putback as RJ doesn't even try to grab the rebound. And then he blocks RJ right after on the other end. Soon after, he shows off a bit of speed and slams it home. Okay, big Perk. I see you flexing. Then Richard Jefferson took about four shots that looked like this. And Kendrick continued to use his size at the rim and send back RJ's shots. Perk's plan of action for the game was bully ball. And it seemed to be working as he puts back his own missed layup. You know Perk is all about his park basketball etiquette as he attempts to win the game on a three. It, it didn't work. Perk sends back yet another Richard Jefferson shot. And RJ eventually did find his way to the rim for this contested dunk. I'm proud of you, Richard. But right after Perk continued to dominate the glass and he won the game. Kendrick Perkins ends with a double-double in a first to 11 game and Richard Jefferson scored one point on six percent shooting yikes uh, there's, there's it, nothing like the fact that like no the that, that was the key word that was all facts and that's how it would go down prime, that's exactly prime how it would perk, happen prime perk couldn't put those numbers up against me right now anyway Richard. lucky for America role players don't play one-on-one -on -one in the final they just simply contribute contribute and it's just a matter of finding who is going to be the most impactful. Am I right, Perk? Yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna pop up these names and I want you to go from four to one. I want you to go from right to left. Why is Al Horford not up here? And why is Robert Williams not up here? These uh, guys are role players. But since they're not up here, okay. how are we doing this? Break it down to me. Four to one. Four to one. At number four, okay? I'm going with Kaminga, right? We haven't, we seen, you know, a couple he has been, he's been in spot minutes and things to that nature. Oh, I got a drag. Let me show you. Hold on, I got it. Oh, you got it. I got it. I got it. Boom. Look at this But guy. I feel like he will have an impact on this series with the athleticism of Robert Williams. I think Steve Kerr will match the minute. Oh, okay, well, look, I, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to go, I'm going to give you, my number three is going to be Peyton Pritchard, right? Peyton Pritchard is going to be important because the Celtics, their ability to go small, to chase around all of the Warriors, the death lineup, whatever you want to call it, the pool party, you need that. Number two, who you got? Number two, I'm actually going with Derek White. Okay. Look, I understand he struggled at the beginning of the postseason. That's because he had a baby. He was expecting a baby on his wife on the way. His wife was pregnant. It goes a lot through your mind. Then all of a sudden, he turned the, he turned the switch. Once he had his child, okay. he's going to have a huge impact on this series. Okay, reminds me a little bit of Fleet, but number one, <laughs> number one. It is Grant Williams, and the reason why Grant Williams is, is again, it goes with the same theory. Once the Warriors go small, that's when, you know, you got to go small, and he has the ability to guard multiple positions. Mm -hmm. He's proved that all postseason, so we're really, really excited about that. That's what you got? That's what's up there. Bobby, I, just, I mean, what you mean? That's what we got. You pick two, and I'll pick two. So that's what we got. Okay. Right, cool. and, and anyways, Perk, anyways, still to come on NBA Today, from rookie Clay to first-time champion Clay. To the comeback kid making his sixth final appearance, Malika players. has a one-on-one -on -one with the man, the myth, the legend himself next. A little one-on-one -on -one action. Look, see these guys, Clay, Clay. Clay can knock down jumpers. Everybody can knock down jumpers. We're live in San Francisco right now. Uh, they tried to get Malika in her prom dress there. Uh, <laughs> that didn't work out, so love you guys. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Clay Thompson grabs his left knee, now writhing in pain. And everybody for the Warriors holding their breath. Can't help but stop and think about how much he's lost the last couple of years. I don't want to come back and be a shell of myself. I want to come back like I was. I mean, I was one of the best players in the world. I am really excited to get back to balling. Take off on spaceship. Play Matrix. It's just hard to put in the words, man. I dreamt of this day during some dog days. We got the trophy like a champion. Fell asleep right on the jet. Here's what Clay has been through to get here. He tore his ACL in game six of the 2019 finals. Then after rehabbing for a year and a half, he tore his Achilles in November 2022. Clay finally returned to the court earlier this year and now finds himself in another NBA Finals. So before we get to talking to Clay and Malika, is, he's going to be with Malika in a little bit, I want to talk to you. You tore your ACL, very similar to Clay, yep. in an NBA Finals. How did, how did the recovery process go when you know you're pretty much going to be out a full year? I mean, you have doubts, so you start reaching out to uh, other people that went through the same thing as you. And then once you have that comfort, right, like I, I reached out to Wes Walker, mm-hmm. and he kind of guided me through, and he was like, hey, man, just work, just continue, do everything that the doctors tell you to do. Make sure you're in the machine. Make sure you icing, you know, all hour-on-hour hour, things to that nature, and I did that, but look, I want to go past that real quick. Okay. Hey, Richard, this, this is not a hot take. This is facts. Okay. Oh, wow. We talk about Steph Curry over the last two weeks about getting the opportunity to get the finals MVP, right? Clay also has the chance to get the finals MVP. Clay winning the finals MVP would do everything for his legacy and prove to the people that left him off the top 75 greatest all-time list that he belongs on there. I wasn't one of them ones, but he has opportunity as well. Well, that's a good point. And Malika is with the man, the man, the, man, the legend himself right now. You couldn't get myth out. I couldn't out. get myth out, now. Richard, thank you. I am here with Clay Thompson and, and Clay. You guys have done this six times. Steph, you, Draymond Green, but a whole lot has changed since 2019. How have you changed, not just as players, but as people since all that went down? Uh, a few more battle scars, um, a few more L's we had to endure for a couple years, and I think we all mentally just appreciate just being here and the stuff that comes with it, the, the cameras, the, the interviews, it's just a real privilege and we know what it takes to get here, so we're going to enjoy this one a little more than we did probably in years prior just because of what we had to go through to get here. Well, and you. You had to go through a lot to get here. There was there was so much from, from injuries that you needed to work through. And then you get back on the court, and you're with Steph Curry. I wonder if that time away, did it change yeah. the way you view playing with him? Uh, definitely. Uh, not just Steph either. Draymond, Andre, Loon, all our young bucks, our coaching staff, our front office. You know, we try to work in unison. Uh, all the best organizations do in any sport. 
from top to bottom have a transparent transparency and cohesiveness that you don't see a lot of other places. So I just, when I step back on the floor, I just appreciate all the little things that you didn't do when you were injured, like taping for a game, those butterflies in your stomach when the light, lights are the brightest. Yeah. Uh, when you're out and you're injured, you just got to watch and you just got to be a great teammate. But it's, uh, there's nothing like competing and being on the biggest stage in basketball. Well, now you're back on the biggest stage in basketball. And I think offensively, everyone sort of expected the other Splash brother to come back and not miss a beat. But yeah. defensively, how would you evaluate where you're at? I feel great. I mean, I think using my size and my length be able to guard multiple positions is a plus for any lineup we have out there. And uh, although my lateral quickness might not be what it was a few years ago, I can still use my size to play great positional defense. Um, I know that's something probably Perk knows about playing in the post all these years. <laughs> RJ, not so much. I don't know. He's kind of a kind of like a matador on defense. But uh, other than that, I mean, I'm just happy to be competing and. You know, I take pride on both sides of the ball and uh, just having fun, you know. Sorry, RJ, I didn't mean to go after your defensive ability, but we'll, I've been waiting we'll, for We'll that. give him a chance to, to respond to that in <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, but, but before we do, yeah. on the other side of the ball, we're talking about looking at Jalen Brown yeah. and Jason Tatum. What kind of uh, a challenge do they pose to you all? Well, uh, Tatum has been incredible these playoffs, obviously. We've been watching him, uh, the ball in his hands. He's a incredible score. Uh, same with Brown, just the force he plays with at the rim. Uh, his jump shots greatly improved since he's been his rookie year and now he's a threat at all three levels. So they definitely present a big challenge for us. Like I said in previous series, it can't be something we do individually. Uh, we can make our best effort individually, but it's got to be the team on a string defensively. It's got to be sharp with our rotations and we know their stars will get their numbers, but it's also about limiting their role players to propel them to you know, series wins because of them knocking down open shots or getting extra possessions, and it's just a great challenge, and we're uh, we're ready for it. Well, I know the expectations from the outside are immense, yeah. but internally, that's what matters. What are the expectations that you've set for yourself here? Oof, uh, just to enjoy every night in these finals, uh, enjoy this interview as painful as I awkward I am with the mic in my face but it's all right we got the ball so okay that's what, <laughs> See? that's what I was here for the icebreaker my expectation is just to be a force on both sides you know shoot efficiently play very good defense on whoever's in front of me and uh, we expect to win the series we know how hard it will be obviously this team is battle tested they've been playing in, even though they're very young they played in a ton of high pressurized situations so we know these lights in this stage won't phase them so it's up to us to you know, play with great force and have that ball moving around, zipping around, hitting the open man. And I mean, we expect to win just, just like we did in the previous years, but it's basketball. This is what we've all been programmed to do since we were kids. Absolutely. But for you, is, is that the bar? Yeah. Is winning what determines a successful season this year, winning it all? Uh, yes, I think so. I mean, we can obviously draw back on our experiences and what the losses teach us, but you know, not a, a lot of us don't uh, look back on 2019 and 2016 with great uh, reverence. We kind of yeah. look back on it with a little more pain in our eyes and a little heartache because we know how hard it is to lose a game seven in the NBA Finals or a game six. 
So we want to obviously win the last game of the year and then we can, you know, that does mark a great season, obviously. But if we lose, it was still a good season, but it wasn't great. It wasn't. The, it, even, you know, the, all the time away from the finals, that's yeah. still the bar for oh, you Oh, yeah, all. still that. Larry O'Brien. Absolutely. Yeah. I mentioned it. I promised Richard he's been listening into the entire thing. Mm. Do you have a question for Clay, Richard? Well, as long as long as Clay can hear me, I, I, I just can't hear RJ. Okay, what good. Saying? What's going on, Clay? Okay. Uh, I just want to know over this process, has there been any like you know player that's not in the Warrior organization that has reached out to you and given you support that like maybe people might not know and you can give a little love to? And why was it me? <laughs> Is he talking? Yeah, he's talking. I'm glad that you don't have to listen to him. I will be the translator. He, he's asking if there is someone outside of the Warriors locker room, a player, a person who reached out to you that you could shed a little bit of light on in this process getting back to this stage? Oh, man, that's a really good question, RJ. Don't give him that kind uh, of compliment. Gosh. I would probably say, man, there's, there's a lot of great, great players who reached out to me. I mean, obviously talked to KD when I did it. He told me I was going to be fine the day after. Um, Dominique Wilkins was one. I saw him before we played the Hawks this season in San Francisco and just talked to him about the recovery process and what he did to lead the league in scoring the next year and be an all-star. That gave me a ton of motivation. And that was like 30 years ago. So for Dominique to seek me out and give me the, that, you know, uh, inspiration, that meant a whole, whole, whole lot to me because his highlights and his reel is timeless. Like, no, yeah. there's still not a lot of people who can jump like that in today's NBA. So for him to go through what he did and win a Euro League Cup and then be an all-star again, it's, it just gave me so much, so much hope to just stick with the plan. Absolutely. I'm not going to subject you to a question from Kendrick Perkins just because <laughs> you, you can't hear them. But I will yeah. leave you with this. The boat. Mm. What party is going down? What is happening? What set? What what sail setting are we doing? If you all win the finals? Ah oh, man, I'll probably just keep it. Win, lose, or draw. I'll just do the bay crossing and hopefully win, obviously. But you know, from the harbor, which is in North Bay to San Francisco, that's the route I always take to work. So hopefully, it'll just be with more confetti and some fireworks and. <laughs> on a beautiful day, but I'm just excited. You know, uh, I'm already nervous for tomorrow. It'll be good. Because, so I'm going to go out and, I don't know, just hydrate and visualize greatness. Make sure you get one of the little hats for Rocco to have as well. Ah, he's a co-cap. He doesn't, only the captain gets a sea hat. So <laughs> Rocco gets a life jacket though. Absolutely. That's Bulldogs important. can't swim. Ooh, well, yeah. we'll work on that. Clay, thank you so much for your time. No I problem. appreciate you. Richard, Thanks, back to you. Are you okay? Are, are you okay? No, I'm not. Why am well, I? Like, I, I literally needed to ask Clay a question okay. about his relationship with his dog, Rocco, and when he was out, how was Rocco a healing or, or, or you know, you know, uh, calming, presence. calming presence for him while he was out? And I didn't get a chance to answer my question, ask my question, and I'm pretty pissed off. I can see. Well, look, you can yeah. text him why you're upset I don't, and I mean, all that I ain't stuff. with the text. I wanted to ask on national TV like everybody else. Okay, I understand. Well, we're, look, Malik is going to sit down with Warrior head coach Steve Kerr in just a little bit. NBA Today rolls on. You gonna be all right? It's gonna be all right, bro. No. You wanna text him? We can no. call him. No.
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Back with the brothers. Back with the band. It's that time, baby. Welcome back to NBA Today. Steve Kerr's Warriors have won 21 of their 23 game ones since he became the Golden State head coach in 2014. He's won more than 91% of his game ones, which is the best in NBA history among coaches that have at least five such games. Golden State has gone on to win 20 of the 21 series when up 1-0. Malika is with Steve Kerr right now. Richard, thank you so much. Steve, thank you for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. You all were in the finals last in 2019, but now it's 2022. For you, what have you learned in that space and maybe changed or adjusted or grown as a coach in that time? Well, I think you're always growing in this job. You know, there's so much to learn. Uh, the game is always changing. Um, trends are changing. Um, your roster changes, so you have to adapt accordingly. Um, so I think I improve every year as a coach. Um, but one thing that's been reaffirmed, not that I needed to know this, but you, you got to have health. You got to have talent, you know, and, and we have that this year. You know, the last couple of years have been tough with a lot of injuries and some, some absences, but really proud of this team and the organization for you know, developing some young guys and then of course our core guys you know getting back to this point um, after a, a tough couple of years it's um, quite an accomplishment that balance is hard to strike and I was chatting with my producer yesterday getting ready for this interview and I was remembering the first time I ever covered you and we were in Portland and you just come back from having back surgery for you how is your health how are you doing how is it to be I hope pain-free on the sidelines? No, it's it's uh, it's great to, you know, to be in this space again where um, I don't have to, you know, think about that stuff and worry about that stuff. I can I can come come to the arena and, and coach and, you know, I mean, I, I think especially as you get older, you, you come to appreciate health more and more. And uh, so many of my friends and, and my peer group have gone through yeah. you know stuff um, and so it's part it's part of life so you just you just deal and you and you keep moving looking ahead to the game Boston in some ways they you know they have the youth they have the talent they have the inexperience does it remind you at all of the first group that you took to the finals I mean I, I think um, maybe in in that you know you got to get over the hump and they've broken through now um, but I look at this team 
and I, I see a lot of experience. You know, they've been to the Eastern Conference Finals four of the last six years. Um, their core of Marcus and, and, and Jalen and Jason, uh, they've been together for a while. Now they have some younger guys, yeah. um, but you know, Al Horford, 34, 35, playing at a high level. Um, he, he was a Celtic for many years. So they're not as young as you're making them out to be. Let's put it that way. Sure. I mean, that, that that's fair. When you look at, at this group, though, Andrew Wiggins has been so key. You've trusted him with some key defensive assignments, and you have experience with onboarding a star in, in Kevin Durant and then having him depart. And I don't want to compare them as players. That's not what I'm interested in doing. But both stars in their own right, we're talking about an Andrew Wiggins, a, a number one pick. What did you learn about going through those experiences in the past that maybe helped you with his assimilation? I think the, the, the biggest thing is we just have a group of guys who um, play well together and enjoy assimilating others, you know, whether it was Kevin, you know, all those years ago, jo joining a, t a team with Steph and having Steph be so agreeable, uh, or a guy like Wiggs, uh, who obviously wasn't nearly as accomplished as, as Kevin, but a lot of talent, a lot of ability, and needed to, to figure out his role with this team. So we're so lucky to have Steph, Draymond, Clay, Andre, who are, are basketball players. They're, they understand the game. They understand that a guy like Wiggs has so much value. Um, and then the ability each day to, to make Andrew feel a part of it, to show him where we need him. It's all come to fruition in the playoffs. We would not be here without Wiggs. I mean, his defense throughout the playoffs has been amazing. Uh, the threat he provides offensively gives us uh, another uh, dynamic. Um, it's just been beautiful to watch him blend in with the core group. There was a stat that our researcher Caesar pulled up the other day that surprised me. Since you took the helm, Boston is the only team in the NBA that has a winning record against the Warriors in your time span. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> Should I feel bad about that? I don't think so. I think I feel pretty teams. good about that. Good about that. Uh, on the 29, not I, the one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. We, you know, we've had great games against them. Um, you know, Brad Stevens, uh, Danny Ainge, they, they, they built a really strong foundation with this team, much like Bob Myers did with our team. So we've had some amazing battles with Boston. Uh, they're super talented. They've always been great defensively. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, hopefully we have, uh, you know, another, another great matchup. Uh, this time around, but uh, I have no answer for you on that. <laughs> I mean, I think that's fair. When we look at the Golden State Warriors, so many talk about this as a modern dynasty, as the current dynasty. You played for another dynasty in the Chicago Bulls. You went to three championships of the six that Michael Jordan went to, and this is six for you and the Golden State Warriors. Is there one that you reflect on, reflect on with more pride, or is it just a different pride? With, the, with pride? Yeah. Um, I, I, it's it's different as a coach than as a player. As a, as a player, you're you're really locked in on your own job and what you have to do to prepare yourself. And even though you're part of a team and you're part of a collective, you know you're really focused on what do I need to do today. As a coach, you're kind of thinking about everybody. You know, I got to talk to this guy. I got to talk to that yep. guy. I got to make sure he's ready. And, and you feel responsible for everybody. So in, in some ways, it's even more rewarding to win a championship as a coach because you can kind of sit back and look at how happy everybody is. And um, and that was how I felt last week when we 
clinched the yeah. West to, to get here, to get back here and to see the joy on the faces of our players and, and front office and ownership. Uh, you know, nobody knew if we'd ever make it back here. Yeah. So pretty pretty cool to be back, but uh, obviously we got one more one more step to take. One more goal to check off That's the right. list. Steve, before I let you go, it's been eight days, about a little over a week since the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, and you sat up at the podium ahead of Game 4 against the Mavericks, and you urged people not to look away. Don't become numb to this. A week later, what's your message? I think my message is... Um, for people to remember that the vast majority of us Americans, the vast majority of us want sensible gun laws. Um, and it's important to remember that because we're a democracy. If we truly are a democracy, then we are not being represented right now uh, by the people in Washington because if if so many of us want sensible gun laws to protect our children, to protect the elders, protect all of us, and they're not happening, you got to ask why. And so uh, at some point, the will of the people has to win out. So what can we all do individually? We can put pressure on our senators. We can support gun safety groups. Uh, we can march. Um, but we have to put pressure on the people who are making these decisions because they are not making decisions that the vast majority of us want, regardless of political party. And that's that's the key. Somehow, this has become a political issue. Murdering children in their classrooms has become a political issue. What are we doing? So let's put pressure on the people that are making these decisions to act in our best interest. If we're a democracy, then let's, let's make it happen. There are important elections coming up. Steve, thank you for your time. Thank you for your message and best of luck okay. tomorrow. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Richard, Felipe. back to you. More NBA Today after the break. Presented by PNC Bank. See how we can make a difference. And in part by Hennessy, the spirit of the NBA. Please drink responsibly. ESPN kicks off 50-50 month today, honoring the 50 years of Title IX and, and the women moving the world forward. Tonight on ESPN, you can see a series of five short films focused on the fight for women's equality across the sports and the cultural landscape. Make a Splash tells the improbable success story of basketball, of a basketball team made up of women over the age of 80. The barriers to sports many of these women faced in their youth and the lasting life-changing value of being a part of a team. When I started to play again, I was a facilitator of a suicide group survivors of suicide and one of the women was leaving and I said where are you going she said I'm going to be playing basketball I said really I haven't played basketball in so many years just why don't you come join us oh. and that was when I met Meg she was the one who really started the league found out that she also lost a child to drugs like I did and she was one person I could always talk to because she understood and that was the way I found myself again. 
When Meg first helped found the league, she just really wanted to create a space for women to come together around the shared love of the game. I don't see any old ladies here. I see basketball players. <laughs> Tune in tonight to see Make a Splash in all of the 50-50 shorts beginning at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. Uh, Perk, we got we got 20 seconds. Anything you want to say? No, nah, let's get ready. <laughs> hey, look, who wants the smoke? Okay, the farmers right, okay. are here. Who wants the smoke? That's what I got to ask. Okay, well, I don't have anything to say other than let's go. The finals are here. It's been like a <laughs> month without basketball games. We love you guys. NFL Live? NFL Live, they're next. Swagoo. Swagoo. Part, what was